back to I-95 Sports Podcast. I'm Tim Hoffmeister, alongside Lewis Schaefer, as always. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, um, YouTube, what are we on? Google Play, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Tune in, I think. Tune in. We are on tune in. Um, eventually, um, I'll eventually, I'll get and be able to say all of them. Um, um, there's just, there's so, many so many at this point that I try. And, that I try and. That's why I need your help. I need, your help. I need a backup on that. Like I need you to be like my Ryan Nassif, my AJ Feely, my Jeff Garcia, Kevin Cobb, Kevin Cobb. I don't want you. I don't want you to be. I don't want you to be my Michael Vick because then he'll take my job, and then I'll go to the Redskins. So, so, but yeah, but um, yeah, um, so we're on, all so we're on all of those places. places. You can subscribe to us. Um, should be, um, should be pretty interesting, pretty interesting podcast. We got, we're going to talk Eagles Giants and how the Eagles, the Eagles won it, then lost, then lost it, and then won it again. So that was a lot. So that was a lot of fun for me, me, um, not so much Lewis, but Lewis, I know, Lewis, I know you were. You gave Jake Elliott some props, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I did. I mean. After, after last week, last week, I mean, you can't get mad, mad losing on a field goal like that. Like shit happens. Um, and then, and then you, know, you know, I said it to you. I said it to the guys that I work with. Like I'm just going around. Like the, now, the last two weeks, just you know, Philly has the best Elliot in the division. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all behind that. Uh, what's that? What's that thing uh, from Anchorman? Oh, Bax Jew ate a whole wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even mad. That's impressive. <laughs> so yeah, but, so, we'll, yeah, but we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, that game, um, that game as a whole, and, and what the season like looks like for the rest of the for the rest of the year. Um, um, and then we'll go with the, the previews of the previews of the Sixers Knicks. Um, um, about Fox Sports, Sports and their, and their weird ad campaign on the New York subways. And then we'll and then we'll talk about the yeah. I didn't understand a lot of it, but. But we'll touch, we'll touch on that. We'll go on the uh, Flyers Rangers season preview, and then we'll give up our postseason predictions. Um, as the, um, as the we're, recording we're recording this right after Arizona just beat the, beat the Colorado, Rockies Colorado Rockies in a very interesting fun and fun game where a lot of triples. So a lot of interesting, so, lot of interesting things, happen. things happen. But first, we'll start, first we'll start off with Eagles Giants. Lewis, what'd you, Lewis, think, what'd you think about the game other than just heartbreaking heartbreaking loss for you guys? Yeah, 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 another loss. Catching the highlights of it and whatever, you know. The, 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 the bright spot that I took away from the Eagles game was that the offense in the fourth quarter finally began to click. Uh, Eli found Odell a couple times. The offense was moving. Orleans Starquois looked good. Um, you know, now there's, you know, you go to, I guess the only takeaway I could get from this Tampa game was that, you know, it was on the road. But again, like, but again, like Tampa Bay, they've improved, they've improved, but that's a team that, you know, a team like the Giants should be able to handle. Um, you know, the problem the last five quarters, six quarters of football the Giants have played is that their one strong point, the defense, hasn't done what they're capable of. Um, it's almost like they've forgotten how to tackle for – the last six quarters, um, you know, you know, Quiz Rogers ran all over them. They couldn't take down Mike Evans when he had the ball. They, you know, have still struggled to get to the quarterback, despite you know the pass rush that 
Giants put, the Giants put together. You know, the, defense, you know, the defense isn't coming to play ball. You know, the, the, the defense last year would hold teams to 10, 14, 17 points, and then the offense was capable, like most offenses, of putting up at least 20. Um, and, you know, this year, like, they, it's almost like, you know, the, 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 the Giants defense looked so good for the first two games. You know, they had their slip-ups against Stafford. Um, you know, for the most, you know, part, for the most part, they held the Eagles somewhat in check, where Wentz wasn't able to run away with the game, and it was able to be close at the end. Um, you know, then the Dallas game was close because of the defense. You know, it's almost like now the offense is clicking, but we, you know, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. Um, so they're going to have to get it. You know, easy thing to easy thing to say, but they're going to have to get it all on the same page to be able to. To be able to write the ship here, I think. I think personally, I think the Buccaneers are grossly overrated, and I think you're going after the wrong person. I mean, I mean, the defense can only do so much when they're getting no help from the offense. I mean, you got. I mean, you got the the whatever look Ben McAdoo's going for. I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's going for like like outsider, outsider pedophile, pedophile look or something, look like, or something like that but it's, <laughs> not it's not fitting him and I'll tell, and I'll tell you what no. he is not a good coach at all calling out Eli, calling out Eli from the press conference, the press conference going, going after um, um just, like, it's just like it's just a he's a weird guy which how he goes like with stuff um and he's not a very good coach not good at play calling not the offense isn't running well i know you had an offensive line problem but but still, still if you are, if you are as highly touted a coach as he was, I mean, he was around, I mean, he was around as the offense coordinator when they didn't have a run game and they had offensive line problems. So I mean, I think it. I mean, I think it has to fall on him and him only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with I agree with that. I mean, you know, to your comment about him just kind of you know calling Eli out in the media, which shouldn't happen. You know, I'm I'm all for getting on a player when. You know, he's got an attitude issue or whatever. Like this week, today, actually, I saw it on ESPN about Ben calling out Antonio Brown about his whole sideline meltdown on Sunday against Baltimore. Um, you know, Ben was in the right there to call out Antonio Brown. Eli hasn't, you know, Eli's been Eli. You know, he's. Do, you know, he's, he's, never been, he's never been his brother. He's never been Brady. He's never been Rodgers. He's playing the, playing the same way he always does. It's, it's you know, you're right. It's McAdoo. It's the play calls. It's, you know, it's it's bad. Um, and, you know, I don't, unless they rattle off 12 in a row here, you know, or maybe, you know, 10 out of 12. I think McAdoo. I mean, he's got to go. You know, last year was a happy surprise. Now, you played up to that level. You have the schedule to match, and you're falling short. You know, if they lose to San Diego, San Diego, Los Angeles this week, I mean, I'd consider it on the spot. Especially if it's because of the play calls again. 
Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, he's just, he's just the fact that the fact that Jeffrey Lloyd was, was able to, and I believe, and I believe this now. Um, he was able to think, think, he was able to make the Giants think that if they didn't promote him, they promote were, were going to lose him. Yeah. And the fact, and the fact I that I think Lloyd was just like, actually, I'm not an idiot. Um, I'm actually on the Peterson bandwagon right now, the Doug Peterson bandwagon. I am on. The I am on the of sides of it. Of yeah, I, I, yeah, I am on the sides of it because um, just so I can get, off, so I can easier. get off easier. But the, de- but the, de- yeah, the defense, yeah, the defense looks, looks good. good. I love Jim Schwartz. I mean, even when I wasn't a fan of Peterson, I kept saying, I hope he's, I hope he's somewhat serviceable because I really like Schwartz as a defensive coordinator. Um, but Peterson, but Peterson in the offense is looking good. They're running the ball very effectively. Um, I would like to see more affirmation runs, but that's just who I am as a person. But his offense is mostly shotgun. Wendell Smallwood looks good. They're getting the ball to Ertz. I wish just Torrey Smith would catch the ball more. I wish Al Sean would get open more. But overall, I mean, I'm the offensive line. I'll tell you what. Everyone was giving them so much crap for them being rated number one. Like, I trust pro football focus with my life almost because they were rated number one. Everyone was like, Raiders are better than them. Cowboys are better than them and the Cowboys and the, Cowboys and the Raiders offensive right lines right now look terrible I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what after I saw what the Redskins did to the Raiders offensive line I looked back at that first game totally differently and I said, wow, and I said, wow. you got to be kidding, gotta be kidding we me that we were able to do that with only four serviceable offensive linemen because we had Salamalo in for most of for that whole game and he was getting, and he was, getting, he was getting Jonathan Allen. He was getting wrecked. The fact that we were able to still protect Carson, protect Carson as much as we did, and run, and the, ball run the ball as well as we were able to. I was amazed. Um, I think Wisniewski should be the starting left guard from here on out. I know he's still splitting. He's getting the majority of snaps, but not all the snaps. Um, they're still trying to put Warmack in there, which I don't know what we're trying to do if we're part of like a rehabilitation. Like thing, like with, the thing NFL, with the NFL, where we're trying to get first, first, first rounders to play for us. Um, um, I'm over it. Play with Newski. I don't care that he's what 28, and he's and naturally I don't care. Just play him because he's been the best left guard we have right now. So, but yeah, I'm. But yeah, I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm all in on Doug Peterson as of right now. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Yeah, no, definitely. I would be too if I was an Eagle fan. Um, the thing, you know, the thing that's been the biggest, shock the biggest shock to me has been, you know, and I'm sure there's evidence of this, you know, if we look back at the old Monday Night Lights videos. Um, but the fact that LeGarrette Plunt's played well. I know when the Giants were looking at him, I didn't want him. I didn't want them to touch him with a 10-foot freaking pole. Um, you know, because we all saw how bad he was. With the Steelers, with the Steelers. You, know, so you know, it was so bad that they cut him, and then he went back to the Pats. Um, you know, and he's proven me wrong. He's still got, you know, he's still got it. I mean, you know, like he said, the offensive line is amazing this year. Um, you know, and I kind of foresaw that a little bit just because, you know, Media was, media was talking shit on Peter, saying they should, you know, either rework his deal or, or cut him because he wasn't worth it. I mean, I mean, whatever he whatever he's paying, getting paid right now. I bet you it's less than Tyrone Smith. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's eleven mil. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, and he's definitely playing better. 
sure I'm sure Smith gets more than that. I'm sure Penn gets more than that. I'm sure some, I'm sure some of the guys that signed this offseason with, like, Minnesota and Detroit are getting paid more than that. And Peters is definitely worth it right now. Yeah, I think uh, the two top-rated tackles in the NFL right now, per football focus, pro football focus, were Johnson and Peters. Yeah, they were Johnson and Peters. And I'll tell you what, my boy Kelsey, I mean, I got his jersey. I'm a part of his fan club. Um, the worst thing my, the worst thing my parents ever did to me in my entire life was send me a picture of them drinking at the bar with Jason Kelsey, and not inviting me. And not inviting me. They were down the shore. They were down the shore when they met. They were down the shore last summer, and they saw and they saw him and sent a picture to me. And they were like, "Oh, look who we see! Look who we saw and drinking with." And I was like, "You know, guys, like I wish it would have just not told me." Um, I was very upset. I have a custom-made Jason Kelsey jersey because they don't sell them. He's just he's been one of my favorite Eagles since he since he was drafted in the sixth round out of Cincinnati. And everyone was like, and everyone was like, oh, he's too small. He's getting blown up the ball. But he met his but he met his calls before every snap. Before every snap so are so helpful to Carson, and Carson's doing much better with audible and like it's almost like it's almost like. Kelsey's calling, Kelsey's calling out, out he what he sees, and then Carson seems, seems to be audibling, and he does the X thing. I, I love that, I, I love that audible. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. And the fact that Doug Peterson, I don't know if this is me as an Eagles fan. If it's all about perception, tell me if I'm wrong, tell me if I'm wrong Lois. But last year, last year seeing him on the sidelines, he just looked very meek, he like and he didn't look like a big guy. guy. This year, like, this year, like I don't know, like he's filling out his shirts. Those traps are looking good. He's looking like he's looking like a beast on the sidelines. I don't know if he's been lifting or what. But I mean, he looks. But I mean, he looks. He looks much better. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's you know him hitting the gym or what. I maybe he just went down a size. Maybe he like wrote the wrong letter. On the you know, maybe he burned L when he meant to put an M on, on the sizing form when he got his job. Um, but I don't know what it is. But you're right, he definitely looks a little more swole this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's chewing gum. He's chewing gum not as, as not as aggressively as Pete Carroll. But but no one can chew as aggressively. Yeah, I know the guy's got TMJ or something. But he is he is chewing some. He's chewing gum there. He's looking. He's got a swag. He's got a swag to him this year, and I think. And I, and I, I mean, the one thing, like I said, Schwartz is a defense coordinator, but also the way the players talk about him. They're like, yo, we love Doug Peterson. We love Dougie P. And you can kind of see it. It's maybe it's his maybe it's his swagger that he's he's gotten. And I don't know what it is, but they like him. He's got it. He got. He's been like like bulking up, bulking up, and bulking season. In the off season, in the off season, probably, probably with the players. So, so I'm all as of as of right now, I am cautiously all in, all in on Doug Peterson, on Doug P. So, so, but yeah, but yeah, so that's just, so that's just the rest of the season. The rest of the season for me, I think you see. I think we're the best. I think we're the best team in the division. If we can keep up beating teams that we should be should be beating, I think that's where you're. That's where you're going to see a separation between. Us and, us and the Eagles and, the everyone, Eagles else, and everyone else. Say I shouldn't say us because you're a Giants fan. But like we're but like we're able to beat the Chargers, and then I think we could beat the Rams if we could beat the Cardinals. Can these other teams do it? And I think there'll be some hiccups here and there because it's the NFL, and we're not the best team out there. But but I think if we can beat the teams we're supposed to beat, I think we'll be fine. And I think a team like Arizona coming up, I think you should be able to beat them. You should be able to get great pass rush. Should be able to shut down a run game that really. 
really doesn't have anyone now that David Johnson's hurt. Um, a washed-up Carson Palmer. The defense for Arizona's, for Arizona's defense will still be very stout, but I think it's I think it's a winnable game for the Eagles. Yeah, I could see that. And then uh, looking at the Giants. He's tanking, he's for, tanking um, for Darnold or Josh Allen at this point? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd rather trade back and get Rosen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baker, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is here. The, the savior. savior. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Because I will have the Giants jersey that says Bayfield. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Man, all the Oklahoma sorority girls. But, uh... You know, this week, home against the Chargers. If we can't win that game, like I said, screw it. McAdoo, out. If you can't beat the Chargers at home when they couldn't beat you, essentially the Eagles and Giants could have gone to overtime had it not been for Jake Elliott. I would fathom a guess that the teams can be close when both teams are on top of their game. If you guys can go in there and to Los Angeles and beat them, if we can't beat them in MetLife Stadium, there's a major freaking problem. Um, you know, I don't know if he'd be gone in the middle of the season because that's just not the way the Mariners do things. But definitely, like if he can't beat the Chargers, that is the one game that you know that we'll look, they'll look back at at the end of the season and you know dude you couldn't beat the Chargers at home what are you doing um if they can't win that game though just thinking negatively then you got Denver Seattle and then the Rams and we couldn't stop to quiz Rogers let alone Todd Gurley yeah yeah and then CJ and then CJ Anderson it's gonna be CJ Anderson you know Seahawks, that defense, um, <laughs> make it better. Denver, we're in Denver. Um, but yeah, if we can't beat the Chargers, then I can see three more losses in a row. 0-8. Then at San Francisco, Hoyer's awful. Maybe that's like that's like our one. Like the Browns got the, charge, uh, the Chargers last year. Um but then, Casey, Washington, Oakland, late in the season, so Carl will be back. Dallas, Philly, Arizona, Washington. And we're in Arizona. You know, like I said, the Giants were good last year. They have the schedule to account for it. There's no let-up in this schedule, um, let alone the fact that you know, we are playing the AFC West. And, you know, from... You know, aside, you know, aside from the Chargers, that division is, is loaded. Um, you know, and, you know, and, and playing again, playing the West with Seattle, Seattle the Rams, the Rams uh, coming up, um, and, Arizona, and Arizona, who any given day could, you know, beat you, beat you, even though they went to overtime with San Francisco. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. If, they, if they can't beat if they can't beat the Chargers 0 and five, it's at this point it would be an avalanche, you know, a snowball going downhill. Yeah, it's yeah, like it seems like one of those seasons for the Giants. And the Giants, I'm not they had one they had one of these seasons not too long ago, right? And then the next season they looked awesome. So maybe so maybe wasn't it like they six and ten, and then the next year they were eleven and five or something like that. Totally Am I totally wrong on that? I have a feeling. I have a feeling. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm 
trying to think through who we got two years ago. Eli Was it the Eli Apple we, draft? We got, Eli, Eli Apple, yeah, we were in the top ten. Okay. And then, we, and then last year, you guys looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. I mean... This year, though, almost reminds me more, I mean, granted, irony, irony you know, playing the AFC West again, but four years ago, um, you know, it was one of those years, Eli looked bad, you were only two years off of the Super Bowl, I think, yeah, um, and Eli just looked bad, and they couldn't do anything right on defense, because it was just Pierre Paul. And I think that, that might have been the year he blew his hand up, too. Um, um, you, know, and they you know, and they ultimately got the 13th pick drafted Odell. Um, but then the next year, took Eric Flowers. So, but the goat. it almost reminds me more of that. Like, you know, it's just, you know, cause, and that's the thing, is that because of the way the team is built, I almost have that optimism going into each week like I did four years ago when they were, you know, two years removed from a Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, every single week it's just like, oh, yeah, Giants football. And then they lose. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're, uh, it's going to be a rough year for them, I, I think, as it's already started rough. Um, but, you know, as an Eagles fan, I don't hate seeing it. Oh, yeah, no. Another another New York team that that really gonna is really going to struggle this year. Even Fox Sports, Sports thinks One so. thinks so. It's the New, it's it's the New, York, it's the New York Knicks, and for anyone that doesn't know what I'm referring to, referring to the, uh, the uh, ad, ad cam- it was an ad campaign by Fox Sports One. Apparently, they took one subway car and they split it, and they up, split half it up half and half. half. Like half was positive, and half was negative about like the Knicks franchise as a whole. But but they should have they should have realized that. No one was gonna, no one put, was out gonna put out the positive side. No one was gonna. No one was gonna talk yeah, about right. that. So the parts. So the parts where it was Joe Akeem Noah's face, and it just said, said, I forget what word it said, like hopeless or something like that. And it was Hardaway and Noah, and it was hopeless. Yeah, and then the seats were like, ah, Eddie was the best thing that's ever happened to you in the past twenty-five years. And it was like the three, three in a row, and it was like, it's all Phil's fault, it's all Dolan's fault, it's all Mello's fault. Yeah. So I mean, like, like it was, it was, it was weird that, like, like a sports broadcasting like entity would do that, like. Like for Philadelphia, for Philadelphia when Sam Hinkie, we, we try and praise him. Praise him. We usually have, we usually a, have a, a there's a podcast that does that, right? To Ricky Sanchez podcast. Um, Spike, um, Spike, yeah. Spike Esk and Michael Levin, they're they're awesome. Um, they really help with Sixers fandom and to express the Hinkie love. Um, usually it's something along those lines, not so much a like a television program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Television station, I should say. Um, it was really, um, it was really odd, but, odd, but I mean, I enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I, as an Eagles fan, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, Philadelphia fan, um, not just Eagles, it brought joy to my heart. You know, I think there was actually one chair that mentioned Sam Hickey. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it said, like, they should just bring in Sam Hickey. Yeah, I think it was a quote from Nick Wright, and it was like, they should just embrace the tank and hire Sam Hickey. Yeah, and I actually tagged you in. Did I tweet at you and tag you in that? I don't think you did. I think oh. I just kind of caught it. I was going to. I was like, oh, I'm going to tag Lewis in that. Quote it. Um, um, but yeah. But yeah. I mean, really. I mean, really. If you're going to tank, you got to bring in the goat of tanking. 
I was going to say I'm on board with it. I mean, I'd take Sam Hinkie, but and again, we hired a guy from the Kings, and they've been tanking for the last like 30 yeah. years. Yeah, so. they just they just extended Vladi Divac, so that's how you know how they're doing. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, looking at the Sixers, I mean, I'm extremely extremely excited about this season. Um, I mean, the preseason the preseason game tonight. I was so I was so excited to watch it. We lost by like twenty, but it's preseason. I don't think Simmons really Simmons really played more than twenty minutes. The only person that would take not to cut you off, but the only person that would take a Grizzlies Sixers preseason game overly serious would be Carter. Oh yeah, no doubt. Carter would be the one. Like we'd walk into class tomorrow and just like, hey, fuck you. The Sixers lost to the Grizzlies, and it's like, dude. Like they're all nursing injuries. I think when they the Memphis one today tweeted out trust the process, but but yeah, I think you did. That's just because Memphis is going to win 50 games this year and do nothing like they always do. And they overpaid Mike Connolly and they have Marcus Allwu, who they lost Sebo. Uh, I mean, who they even playing? Mario Chalmers, the reclamation project. Chandler Parsons. Yeah, I mean, overpaid Chandler Parsons. I mean, they're they're nothing. They're just mediocre. Um, the Sixers though are on the brink of stardom. And seeing, and seeing Fultz, who didn't play that, play that well tonight, well tonight okay. but that's okay. I mean, he's I still going to be a rookie. Um, you got um, to get, him, get yeah. him the. He'll, he'll, get, he'll, he'll get on. Come he'll, he'll come along. Ben but Ben Simmons, man, oh. The fact that the fact that I looked at my dad today when we were watching it, and I said, and I said, the crazy thing is he can never develop a jump shot and still be one of the best players in Sixers history. It's insane. it's insane. I mean, the fact that he's able to such great vision. He's able to get, he's to, able the to, get to the bucket. Touch great around touch around the bucket. I mean, I mean, yeah, jump shot, yeah, jump nice. shot would be nice. And it's it's rel- it's rel- it's it's okay. I mean, but I mean, but and I think he'll and I think he will develop one. But even if he doesn't, he's still going to be awesome. Awesome. And of course, and of course, you hope Embiid's healthy. And then there's a lot of injuries. Saric. Um. Then you have TLC. Cork Maz won't play this year. He looks. He looks. I mean, he looked. I mean, he looked good. He's just small and lacks strength. Um. But playing with 87ers. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, no doubt. All season, just so we can get minutes. Um. But um. But I mean, for me, I want to say that the the high point is playoffs. I think in the, I think in the week east, I think you can make playoffs, but anything above 34 wins for me is a win. Is a win this season. You know, I, you know, I definitely think playoffs playoff should be fine. I think, ideally, if you're the Sixers, I mean, the, the great spot would be to have home court advantage in a playoff series. I think that would be like the seal, like the seal, four seed. Because you're going to have Cleveland, you're going to have Boston. You're going to have Toronto. Toronto. Probably. Probably. If the Sixers got a four seed this year, that would be insane. I don't even. I don't think. I don't think that's a possibility. Just because. Just because. I mean. Well, like I said, that that would that would be best case scenario. That would be. Oh my! That would that would be freaking insane. I mean that. I mean that would be. That'd be way. That'd be way exceeding. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's. Would be absolute, absolute best, best case scenario. I think it's think it's doable just because of how bad the East is. Um, so bad, so bad they have te- they had to reconfigure the All Star game. Um, but but I take Philly ahead of Indiana. I take Philly ahead of Miami. I take Philly ahead of Atlanta. 
pretty much anybody, pretty much anybody in that southeast division, I guess it's called. I take Philly over. Yeah, but yeah, I still, but believe, I still believe that they'll finish I mean, behind. I mean, you got Cleveland, Boston, Toronto, Toronto, Washington, Bucks. Yeah, so I think I think there'll be, I think five there'll be there's five teams that are better than you right now. As much as I would love to say f the Bucks, um, I do think that they are they're 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 a little older and. I don't think they. Can I don't think they can beat us head to head, but I think overall that they can finish above us because how many games? How many games is a beat plays? That's the question. That'll be the big thing, I think, is you know the ability like they play Indiana and Chicago how many times in the year? As opposed to Philly having to play Boston, Toronto. Um, I mean, we get the I Nets mean, we get the Nets, Nets and the Knicks, but yeah, but, yeah but, I mean the Knicks you, you'll shit all, you'll shit all over. Um, um, I, mean, I mean the Nets are going to be an interesting team. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind seeing them just to piss off, to piss off the Cavs being an eight seed, um, or whoever, or whoever the Cavs, the Cavs trade that pick to. Um, um, wouldn't mind, the Nets, wouldn't mind the Nets sneaking in there, but you know, you know, they they. Other teams, you know, like a Charlotte, have three Knicks in their division, as opposed to the Sixers having one Nick in their division. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no doubt. I actually forgot about Charlotte. They probably will finish above the Sixers as well. So I think you see, so I think you see a seven or eight seed for the Sixers. Hopefully, um, but I'm not. I don't think the playoffs is. It's not playoffs. It's not playoffs or bust. I think above 34. I think that's. I'm all for it. Um, how, about um, how about your Knicks? Yeah, I mean, they have a better chance to get number one pick when they tank. Because I didn't think they were going to be the worst team out there, but I thought they were going to be still pretty bad. Yeah, no, I'm actually, I think this is the first time we've gotten to talk about, I mean, I haven't looked too far into details on the rearrangement of how they're fixing the draft lottery. I think it's the top three have 14% now. Yeah, and then they, like, redistributed some to, like, the middle ground to try to increase the likelihood of, like, what Cleveland pulled off the year they were able to get the pick to take Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that was the one thing that I saw that, and I was like, okay, like, I'm fine with that, because, you know, the Knicks have some pieces in place, and I want them to show me something. You know, when when the Sixers were at the very bottom, you know, when they, like, when they got the number one to take Simmons, it was Covington, and then it was Stauskas, TJ. You know, other than that, like, it was guys from the 87ers. That should have been in the D-League with someone. How dare you talk about Hollis like that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, I do. I genuinely think, like, I want to see Porzingis do well. I want to see Nidalekina do well. Um, you know, I'd, you know like I'd like to see something out of Tim Hardaway that he he looked a little better in Atlanta at points last year. You know, than the guy we traded away to get. You know, traded away. Um, you know, I you know I want to see them do better, and you know I you know I don't want the team to be as bad as the twenty sixteen Sixers. 
you know, I, I want them to, you know, I, I've accepted they're not going to win that many games, but show the signs of life that, you know, teams like New Orleans has shown with Anthony Davis. You know, or the Sixers, and, you know, we'll always have January. Like, I want, like, a season like that. Like, okay, like, there's something. Porzingis can actually run this team without Melo being here. If I have that, then... It's a good season, and then get another piece out of the draft. You aren't you aren't worthy for Sam Hinkie if you're not going full tank mode. And I think what the new lottery rules do, it's not going to stop people from tanking. It's just going to get more teams to tank because you have a higher chance of getting a number one pick, um, regardless of how bad you're tanking. So I mean, so I mean, it, I think it's, it's a stupid rule overall. Um, I think you should hope that you get the number one pick. I don't even know who's coming out. Is it, uh, who is it? Who is it? Porter. Porter. Who would be the? Who would be the fresh? Porter. Yeah. Porter would be the fresh. Porter would Yeah. Um. So I mean. So I mean. And uh, the foreign guy, uh, Doncic. Oh okay. Oh okay. But that has Bargnani written all over it. Well, the, Please well, don't do that. He's perfect for the Knicks. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, so yeah, I mean, and then of course, of course, LiAngelo Ball. Oh yeah, of course. oh yeah, of course, of course, LiAngelo. Of course, LiAngelo. <laughs> um, He'll be a Laker. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, of course. But if, I mean, the, the season, I mean, the season is, pretty, is pretty. It's it's pretty. It's pretty simple. Sixers, Sixers, are, on Sixers are on their way. Are trending up. Trending upwards. Knicks trending downward. Um, but I mean, but I mean, for the Knicks, I mean, if you got to just get hope, you got to hope you find throughout this whole process, you guys find like a a Robert Covington esque kind of player. Um, then I then, then I, I then I think it's a success. I mean, looking. I mean, looking, watching. Yeah, that, that's exactly that's exactly where I'm at. You know, like I said, I do want to see Porzingis and Lakina play well, but like just for the hell of it, like because I know New York like erupts with storylines like this. Like, like if Michael Beasley starts averaging like 20 a game because. Outside of Porzingis, who else is scoring the ball? Like, I want to see New York erupt over Michael Beasley because it will be a total overreaction, and it'll be great to watch. Is it going to be Beast Sanity? Possibly. Possibly. I'll need more time to work on a nickname. I mean, it could be Beast Mode, but I wanted to get the. It could be Beast. It could be Beast Mode, but I wanted the fact of it to be known that. New York, New York freaked out over Lynn Sanity. I just wanted to make sure. sure I wanted to make sure that comparison got through. But, um, so let's see, and then we got hockey. Um, we're not. We're not. I'm not a big hockey guy. I mean, I like watching hockey. Don't understand as much as I want to. Um, I understand what's going on. I understand who's good and who's not. But. But I can't, really, I can't get really get into, like, oh, they need, oh, to, do they need to do this better on the ice, on the ice because I just see guys skating around and I hope pucks go in the net. Um, so yeah. my take for the Flyers is that they are very young, they need to play the young players, and they're not going to make the playoffs. That's my hockey take. <laughs> I would say it's fire, but we're talking about guys that play on ice. Yeah. But, uh... I'll go with the same thing I did last year with Rangers. Low expectations. I won't pay attention. And then when they're like three seed, I'll be happily surprised. And then disappointed when they get knocked out. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll yeah, I mean, I'll stay up with them the whole season. I mean, I have my father's my father's season ticket holder, so I try and go to as many games as I possibly can. I really like I really like watching it, but like I said, I don't really understand like oh the triangle, yeah, there's like oh like the the weave or the the flying V is the only hockey term I get. It's the only, like, it's the only offense, like offense I know, I know. is crash the net and the flying v. v. I mean, I know all the terms. I know what, like, I know what, like good play looks, good play looks like. like. I just can't really explain like, how, like, they, how scored they scored that goal other than they passed it and shot it in the net. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know enough to get, like, to know when they fuck up, but I don't know enough to know when they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right, so, All right, um, so um, let's get the stuff we do know. Baseball postseason. Obviously, Obviously the, the Phillies and the Mets end it, and, end it, and they both did not make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Um, Phillies, moved um, Phillies moved on. Or the Braves. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the Braves. Phillies moved on from Pete McCannon. It's interesting to see who their new manager will be. My vote's for Dusty Wathen. Got a chance to know him. Great guy. Um, I mean, he's a, I mean he's a, he has a relationship with all the players, and all the players really respect him and like him, and, like him and he's been with some of the players since Clearwater. Clearwater. So I mean, he's so I mean, he's been with the Phillies organization as a manager um, since like 2008, 2009. So I mean, I just I mean, I just think it makes sense because part of 90 percent of baseball is relationships um, and knowing how to get the most out of your players, and I think you need a relationship for that. So my votes for my votes for Dusty Wathen. I could definitely see that, unless, like, Utley retires this year. And like, let's bring Utley home. Oh, my God. I hope they don't. I mean, he's got to start off as a manager somewhere. Bring him to Triple A. I would love to deal with him in Triple A. Um, but then, of course, the Mets moved on from Terry Collins, and I couldn't tell you what they're going to do there. Sandy Alderson, is he going to bring in his own guy? Does he like Terry Collins? Was Terry Collins his guy? Terry Collins was this oh, guy. Okay. They, they wrote together. Gotcha. Everything. Gotcha. Everything. Through everything. Has there been any, there been any rumblings about who they're going to bring in? I'm sure there's I'm like, sure there's like yeah, there's, there's, there's been a little bit. Um, you know, you know. So, so couple options right now on the table: Kevin Long, the hitting coach. Mm-hmm. They kept him on the staff. Um, pretty much, outed pretty much outed everybody else. Worthen's gone. Collins is gone. Ray Ramirez is gone. Thank God our players will actually stay healthy this year. Um, Kevin, Long's Kevin Long's being kept around. Um, I think I think all signs point to just like the bats started to you know wake up when he got there three years ago. Um, But he thinks that he has a shot at manager, which is why they kept him. So we'll see. Um, and then um, Bob Guerin, who is our bench coach, when we first got Collins and then left to go to L.A. when Roberts got hired there. Um, he's been talked about because he'd be kind of, you know, pseudo Collins, you know, kind of keep the same culture. Um, and the one I really want that's being talked about, but I just I feel like every other team that has a manager opening is going to go for him because he's been valued is Alex Cora. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a relationship there. I know Sandy brought him in um, at the back end of his career when they were trying to, you know, just fill in some veterans while the young players were, you know, he was along the same lines like the Marlin Bird signing. He was along those same lines. Um, you know, so there is a relationship there with the Mets that he might not have with some of the other teams that may go for him. Um, 
you know, I loved Alex Cora when he played. I loved his interviews afterward because he was very um, almost surgical with things. Like, you know, this fine little detail that you wouldn't pick up normally. Like, I saw it and you need to fix it. I would love to have that, especially when you have, you're going to have that mix of younger guys that need that coaching. Um, you know, an older guy, you know, all-stars veterans that, you know, might not necessarily need it, but when they do, like, it's a little thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to coach him every day. No. I think Alex Cora might be your might be the best option of guys out there. Um, oh yeah, so, oh yeah. So I, I totally agree. But like like I said, I mean, I think it's going to be a situation where you know we have we have an opening. You guys have an opening. Um, you know, who knows who else might open up like after the postseason. Um, you know, when teams start really thinking off season and what their next move's going to be. Um, you know, the Tigers have an opening. I feel like, and he was in demand last offseason, so I feel like there's going to be so many teams kind of, you know, throwing darts to try to get him. Um, that, you know, it would be typical Mets to just miss out on the guy that could be a really good manager. Um, and then end up, and then end up with, you know, I, someone, some Jeff Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Guerin would come yeah. back because yeah. we missed out on Alex Cora. <laughs> Again, Bobby, Bobby Bonilla coming in the manage. Might as well. Might as well. Give, you want your million dollars a year? Come in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but so, yeah that's so that's just sad life, the sad life of Phillies and Mets fans starting the offseason relatively early. Now we have the postseason. Wild card games finished. The Diamondbacks, like I mentioned earlier, they want a thriller. I think it was 11 Eight, if I'm not mistaken, um, that was that was a lot of fun. I'm on the Diamondbacks bandwagon. Lewis is wearing his Diamondbacks hat for anyone that can't see, which is everyone. And then the Yankees beat the Twins. I believe that was eight four, and that was an that was an interesting game right away. Dozier led off with a home run, and I was like, oh man, the Twins may be for real. Um, but that subsided with beautiful beautiful managing by Joe Girardi. I mean, he was able to work out just just use the use the bullpen and get. I think it was majority of the outs. I think it was like twenty outs with the bullpen or something crazy like that. Twenty. 26. Was it 26? He pulled Severino after one out. Oh, okay. So. But yeah, so the matchups are going to be Indians, Yankees, Yankees, Astros, Red Sox, Sox, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Nationals, Cubs. We'll start with Indians, Yankees. Yankees. Lewis, tell me who you like and why, and I'll give you the reason why I like probably the same team, if not the other. Yeah. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think the pitching's too strong. I like the Yankees lineup. But they strike out a lot, and that goes into Cleveland's hand. Um, you know, and, and Cleveland has just as much thump in their lineup. So if they can go to Cleveland, take the first two games, and they can outslug them in the Bronx on Sunday. I think Cleveland. I would probably say Cleveland in four. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like Cleveland a lot too. I think it's a possibility to go five games, but I wouldn't. It's one of those series where I wouldn't be surprised if you get sweep or if you get five games. I agree with you with the pitching. I agree with you with the lineup. One name that I think was lost a little if you weren't a Cleveland Indians fan all year. Edwin Encarnacion. 
Playoffs is, Playoffs is his time. He will shine. He will shine, he will and he will hit some dingers. dingers. I'm certain, I'm of, certain it. of it. I like the Indians. I, like the Indians. Um, I, think, um, I think it's one of those series that can swing back or forth, can go 3 hour, can, can go 5. Um, but either, um, but way, either way, I still think the Indians get it. This is why they brought him in, so oh, it's yeah. just time to shine. No doubt. So we got Astros, Red Sox. I'm going to go with the Astros. Something to play for with the whole hurricane thing. Verlander back in the playoffs. He's been he's looked good since going over to Houston. Yeah, it's going to be and and Boston's using Price out of the bullpen. So again, again, Houston's got the pitching. They've got they've got you know they both have bats. You know, and Houston's got something got something to play for. You know, they don't they they don't they don't do this all the time. They're a young team that's finally hit that ceiling. So I could see them getting through. I'd say this one's definitely a five gamer though. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would go five games too. I do like the Astros. They're pretty. They're pretty even. I think the line lineups are pretty even. I think the Astros make it a little little of an edge. Rotations pretty even. I think the Astros make a little of an edge there. But the thing that I really look at is bullpen. I mean, I think. I mean, I think the Astros bullpen is super deep. After you after you get past after you get Kimbrel and the Red Sox bullpen, it's it's been kind of iffy. Um, I, mean, um, I mean, they've been, been they've been good. Don't get me wrong, but compared to the Astros, to the Astros bullpen, I definitely, I definitely give the edge to the Astros. But I think five games, no doubt. I think David Price can be a difference maker out of the bullpen. But I think if you were able to have him starting at prime David prime David Price, it, this series might be a little different. So I'm going Astros in five, like you, like you. All right, so we got Dodgers Diamondbacks. Um. You know what? I'm going to go Diamondbacks. Uh, the Dodgers were on a historic pace, and the only reason they didn't was because they fell apart in the last month and a half of the season. Um, you know, and, and baseball's one of those games you can't just, you know, go cold and then turn it on for, you know, for the postseason. There's players that are capable of it, but... You know, the whole team looked bad for the last month and a half of the season. You know, if they can get the bats going and they get everything going the way it was, then sure. You know, they might go all the way. But Arizona's hot. J.D. Martinez is coming over. You know, I've seen the stats. It's, you know, comparable, if not better than what Cespedes did two years ago when he came over to the Mets from Detroit. You know, there's just something about them that I can legitimately see, given the circumstance, given that Los Angeles was bad. I could see Arizona taking them down. It would be a five-gamer, but I could see Arizona taking them. The Dodgers, the Dodgers are, easily are easily the better team in this better series. Pitching. Better pitching. Um, um, the lineups, the lineups are, are relatively even. Arizona. Maybe Arizona gets the, the nod there. there. Uh, bullpen, uh, bullpen definitely goes to the Dodgers. The bench goes to the Dodgers. I mean, you look at their so bench is so deep. But I may, but I may or may not put a penny, put a penny or two on the Diamondbacks, on the Diamondbacks to win it all. So I'm going, so I'm going Diamondbacks in the series. And we gotta stop, and we gotta stop a green. We have to stop a green. All, all I 
all I want is, like I said, I wanted to go game to game five, but I just really want a situation where because he left Kershaw's side to go to Arizona, Granky versus Kershaw in game five. Oh, I would that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, and another thing is that the Dimebacks use Granky and Robbie Ray tonight in the game, so their pitching staff and, Bradley. and, well, yeah, Bradley and well, yeah, Bradley is a reliever for them. Um, yeah, he actually was named like. The all-team, all all-baseball team, team reliever, whatever they call it. He was one of the relievers of the year. Um, so he's been so awesome, he's been out, awesome of pen, out of the pen, which it sucks it because, sucks you, because you want a guy that you draft in the first round as a to fill potential, fill potential starter. starter. But, I mean, but, hey, if you can get a – nowadays, if you can get a top-notch reliever, badass reliever, you take that too. But, yeah, I mean, looking at it, everything is in the Dodgers' favor. But, like I said – I may have had, I may have had may put a penny, put a penny or two on the Dimebacks to win it all, so I'm all in on the Dimebacks. And especially, and especially if the unit's going to be at every game, I'm all in on that too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Nationals, uh, Cubs. Um, again, again, another situation. You know, what was were the Marlins even above 500? Nationals have had the division locked up for months. Um. You know, they've been able to kind of take their foot off the gas. Cubs, Cubs came on late. I like their pitching. I think Scherzer's got some sort of issue that they're watching. You know, Cubs are able to roll out there with Hendricks, Lester, Arietta, and Quintana. I like the Cubs. I like the Cubs in, I'd probably say five just because... Scherzer, Scherzer and Strasburg will keep the Nationals afloat, but I'd say Cubs in five. I got two, I got words, two words for you. David, David Murphy. Murphy. Oh, Jesus. I knew you'd bring him the fuck up. <laughs> That's why I'm, That's taking, why I'm taking the Nats in this series. Uh, Zimmerman uh, is hitting great. David Murphy, David Murphy is going to be David Mercy against, 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 against his favorite team. team. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. I know what I said. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> He's gonna have no. He's mercy. gonna have no mercy. David Murphy. David Murphy against, against the Cubs team, the that, Cubs he team that he loves to hit, especially in the especially post in the postseason. I just can't. I just can't see them. I know that. Oh yeah, I just. Oh yeah, I just can't see him not tearing up the tearing up the Cubs. Uh, Scherzer. Uh, the problem with Scherzer, Scherzer is that he didn't have any competition towards the end of the year. He got bored. Guess what? Big stakes. Here he comes. Gonna pitch awesome. Drew Gonzalez pitched awesome this year. Strasburg. He can be hit or miss, but he can still overpower you. Um, Tanner Warrock coming out of the bullpen. I think he's a very underrated player. I think he can have very, very. I think he had good success in small small doses, kind of like Adam Morgan has for the Phillies. I think he could, be, think a he could really be a good really reliever. good reliever. Obviously, he's still a pretty good starter, so they're not going to move him there. But then you got a but then you got a bullpen where you got where you got Kinsler. Kinsler. You got you got uh, what's his face? Who's who did I have? Oh my god! I oh my god! I totally blanked on who they got. Oh Matson Doolittle. There we go. Kinsler. Kinsler. Matson Doolittle. Guess what? They've all they've all pitched big time big time games before. Especially Ryan Matson. Say we won, he gives up the home run ball. But I'll tell you what, he's been he's been he's pretty good in the postseason. I really like I really like the Nationals. Dusty Baker's been there too. Cubs Magic runs out after they win the World Series last year. I'm taking the Nats. Okay. Okay. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I mean, I. What's that? What's that? I'm in on the Nats. Until they play the Nats. Um, you know, 
you know, I, I agree, but at the same time, I mean, just like you, just like you could say, you know, their bullpen, you have a Nats bullpen, I'd give you Strope, I'd give you Wade Davis. It's this is the this is the matchup with the two most similar teams, um, and for me, and for me, you know, you know, I, yeah, obviously I'm not a fan of the Nats, but Harper Harper missing as much time as he did, I think that's gonna he's rested, he's rested, you know, he's rested, you say he's rested, I say he's rusty. You know, it's one of those things. If he could come back and hit right away, then sure, they're going to take care of the Cubs easily. Um, but that's still their best player. If their best player is not at 100, you know, not playing the way he's capable of, you know, it has trickle-down effects. Um, I, I think it all depends on game one. I think if the Cubs can get game one, it's over because they're rolling out Hendricks game one and then going the bigger arms two through four. So... I mean, Arietta's I mean, Arietta's struggled this year. This year. Lester's crap in the playoffs recently, and Hendricks. What is Hendricks? He had that one. He had that one. He had that one year last year. They're done. They're done. Nats take. Nats take it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, all right. So, all right, so out of those four teams you picked, who's your, who's your, your series World favorite? Series favorite? Let's see. What did we do? What did I do? Houston. You had Indians, Astros, Diamondbacks. Cubs. 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 Um, I'll take Cleveland to get back there. If they get, you know, they're going to get rolling. They're going to get into that groove they got into last year. Um, and I don't like the Cubs, and Arizona's fun to watch, so I'll go Arizona. Listen, man. Listen, man. You gotta stop. You gotta being stop a being a sheep in this, this on this podcast, man. <laughs> the bait is fun, and you're just here and you're just out here out here copying what, copying what I'm saying. Granted, I, Granted, have, I have to say Arizona, Arizona because of previously mentioned, previously mentioned reasons. Put a down on that. But I mean, but, I mean come on. on. We can't both have a wild card team winning it all. Come on. I think. I think. I think. Listen, man. I just the single the single me is, and I was. Yo, my mom asked me this today. We were watching the game, and I said, "I was like, you know, everybody gets how good Arenado is because you know, he's he had a great year this year. He got notoriety for it. But Paul Goldschmidt's been doing the same thing for like five years, and no one notices because he plays in Arizona. And I just want him to get national attention. Paul Goldschmidt is amazing. He's probably one of my one of my favorite players in baseball, if not my favorite player in baseball. And I think the was on the Yankees or the Phillies, or he'd be on like Mike Trout, Bryce Harper levels oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of notoriety. He plays in Arizona. Like I just want him to get realized. Like I want people to realize how good Paul Goldschmidt is. If Arizona makes a run, and AJ Pollock. Oh, oh, I love AJ Pollock. Notre Dame grad, by the way. If if <laughs> Kettle Marte actually played phenomenal tonight, um, the fact that they were able to get him and Tejon Walker from Mitch Hannigan and Gene Segura, um, this might be a stark like, like a coming out party for Kettle Marte. Um, but if Paul but if Paul Goldschmidt and the Diamondbacks can make a run, this will be the crowning of Paul Goldschmidt being a star on the national stage. Even though I think he already is a star, um, and personally as a Phillies fan, um, and as someone who's watched Reese Hoskins very closely, working with the Iron Pigs and getting to know him and his swing and his approach, 
I think I think his max, his max out, out Reese Hoskins max is a Paul is Goldschmidt, a Paul Goldschmidt type, player. type player. Paul Goldschmidt, Paul Goldschmidt is not athletically, athletically phenomenal, phenomenal, but he has, but a, great he has a great approach. He's, he has a great, he's, he has a great swing. swing. He's smart he's defensively, defensively, so he's always in the right position. And he's able to steal bases, not by speed, but by being just by having a high IQ. Hoskins and Hoskins has done the same thing um, throughout, trip, throughout the minor leagues and in the majors for a short period of time. So I think I think that's his max out. Reese Hoskins could become a Paul Goldschmidt-type player. That would be good for you guys. That is a That is a hot take. That is a hot take. But I think it's, I think it's very, very true. Until we, Until we are doing this podcast, doing this podcast and we're in like our fifth year, year, and I'm like, well, I was, well, I was wrong. <laughs> Reese Hoskins blows. <laughs> Hopefully by that time we will have a following, so I don't have to say I'm wrong. Someone can just call me out on it. Some people will be tweeting you that you were wrong. Yeah. I mean, episode five, you were wrong. And the, and the Flyers are w- winning, five, winning three, five through with 36 seconds, six seconds remaining. Wayne Simmons, two goals. Um, so um, so I may be wrong about that, too. So, so please, if you're please, listening, if you're listening subscribe, subscribe to us. Um, find, um, find my terrible hot takes and then tweet them back at me that I was wrong. Because that's a lot of fun for all of us. So then, you are you also taking Cleveland, then? Cleveland for Cleveland for what? To face Arizona? No, I'm taking Houston. I'm taking Houston to face Arizona. No, I think Houston. I think if, I think if well, it will. Personally, I thought personally, Houston, I thought Houston would win it anyway, but then I realized the odds were, the odds in, were in my favor if I bet Arizona, and I like to cheer for Arizona. So, so <laughs> it kind of aligned, and I got real, real excited when Paul Goldschmidt hit that three-run home run, bottom first. Bottom first. I mean, I was hype. First time I first time I got that hype since like. Since the Phillies were in the playoffs, which has been a while. Well, I should rephrase that. Since the Phillies were in the playoffs and I knew they had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Which was probably 2010 or 2009. So it's been a while. All right. So you got Houston, Arizona. Who do you got? Who do you think I got winning it? You're in your tip? I have to. I'm tied down. I'm a married man right now. I'm a married man right now. If I, I may not have the best pick, and I may not like to watch it all the time because I give up a lot of runs and can't pitch. But I'll tell you what. But I'll tell you what. What I signed up for, so I'm all in. Got to do what you. Got to do what you. I can't be cheating. I can be looking. I can be like, ooh, damn, Houston's looking good, but nope, tied down. Tied down. Tied down to Arizona. <laughs> you know, I would, I would love. I want to see it. Like I said, I love Arizona. I like the way they play. Um, you know, I think they have a staff that's very similar, in a sense, to the Mets staff from two years ago. You know, Granky, Ray, Walker. If if they can get hot. That's a good staff for the playoffs. Um, um, but just when I'm on the same final pick as you, I'll take Cleveland. Um, you know, they all year, aside from the 20, however, 20 game, 22 game win streak, they've reminded me a lot of, you know, keep referencing this damn World Series, uh, the Royals two years ago. You know, got there the year before, ran into a buzzsaw. In the Giants, in the Giants. Um, 
know, you know, just like Cleveland ran into a Houston, a Chicago team at the right time. They were ready to break the curse. Um, you know, I think they get back this year, break their own curse. Um, you know, they've made the move for Encarnacion. The pitching's hot. I will say this with an asterisk. Indians in six with an asterisk as long as Trevor Bauer stays away from drones. I have I have Diamondbacks in four because I know they're not going to get there, but I I really want them to because I hope they sweep whoever comes out of the American League now, so you can be right. Oh god, that'd be so great. I would. Ah, that's that'd be awesome. I might have to get in like and I won't have the same odds, so I may have to put down a couple more pennies. But I may have to get in on this Arizona go Yeah, I was scared because I was looking at it and there was. I mean, the I mean, the Twins had worse odds, but I felt but I felt more and the Rockies Rockies had more odds or like higher odds where the you know the more you bet, the more you make and whatever. I think both those were guys were plus. The twins were the plus, twins were 3, plus 3500 which means on which a, means on a hundred dollar bet you would win you would win dollars and the Rockies, the Rockies were thirty two hundred twenty eight hundred the Diamondbacks ended up being 1050 so so you know you know I liked I liked I liked the Diamondbacks I think they could make a run and I like to cheer for them so I went so I went for it but so yeah, the so the odds are probably, are probably different, different now because of the two guys. The two guys with the worst odds, odds eliminated, were eliminated, so they probably so got, got adjusted. So, so, yeah. but, but let me know. What let me know what happens, and maybe we'll maybe we'll, we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out with the incentivized, the incentivized World Series, World Series picks, picks. Not really, not really who we actually think <laughs> is going to win. But, but. All right. Well, that all right. Well, that has been the I ninety five Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. This will this will be. On, on all of our places we said it would be. Please subscribe to us. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here, we'll be back in, here about in about a week or so, um, probably with another Giants loss. Um, the, the season, the NBA, NBA season would not have started yet. That starts, I think, like, what, the 16th, maybe? maybe? Yeah, I think so, the 16th yeah. um, So we'll probably have another Giants loss. We'll give you updates on the Rangers and the Flyers, how they're doing. We in the World Series already somehow. I mean, in a week, I mean, in a week that would be pretty impressive. impressive. But of course, but we'll, have, we'll, have <laughs> we'll have postseason updates and we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. reevaluate yeah. our hot takes um, come, um, come then. So thanks for listening. So thanks for listening and uh, and, uh, have a good one. Have a good one.